and welcome to the Illinois Association of Park Districts podcast. I'm Wayne Ederback, Director of Communications and Digital Content, and today I'm joined by Ty Kovach, Executive Director of the Lake County Forest Preserve District, whose agency won one of our Best Green Practices Awards at this year's IAPD Best of the Best Awards Gala. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to uh, speak with me a little bit, Ty. Well, thank you for having me here. We're pretty proud of this award. Now, uh, before we talk about the award, I was just kind of hoping you could give me a, a little bit of an overview about how your agency, what, what, what is its overarching mission in regards to green initiatives? Well, you know, I, I think, you know, first we should just, you know, we should talk about what is the mission of the Forest Preserve. And, um, you know, what we're authorized to do is, is pretty clear that uh, we buy land. Uh, we protect that land in perpetuity. We try to restore it as close as possible to its natural state. Well, that's a bit of a moony, moving target because we know we, we are experiencing climate change and, and things are <clears throat> not the way they were 200 years ago here in terms of, uh, of climate. Um, and then um, and to use that land for the purpose of passive recreation uh, and, and education. And so, um, you know, for a long time, we had a, a, you know, a pretty clear mission, and that was to actually build a forest preserve, because we started in 1958 uh, with a referendum that passed, and I think we did our first land acquisition in, in 1961, which was uh, uh, Van Patten Woods. It's the northernly most preserve that we have on the Des Plaines River um, on the Wisconsin uh, border. And so um, up until about 10 years ago, um, you know, we were looking at about 50 years into, you know, uh, being a forest preserve. So mission is pretty clear, buy land, uh, restore land, uh, provide public access, put infrastructure on and get policies and procedures, depth of knowledge in place. And then we, uh, we stopped and we said, okay, what are we gonna do for the next 100 years? And, um, and so we put a very long-term uh, strategic plan in place with a, with a vision that is not for the forest preserve, but it's for the, all the other land out there uh, in Lake County. And so assuming at you know, some point about 20% of the land in Lake County is protected in, in some way as, as open space, our vision is really around what that other 80% of the land will look like and hoping that, you know, the landscape will be functioning at, you know, as high as possible level for, for its use, meaning, you know, we want to see the, those ecosystem services. But, you know, more specifically, uh, in, in how we get there, we, you know, we, we want to reflect in on our own practices and, and the example that we set. And so long-term sustainability, you know, can mean a, a couple of things. And one that, you know, how do we, how do we support ourselves financially on the long-term as we, you know, possibly add more land uh, and more responsibility to, to maintain it. Um, but also what, what's our sustainable practices? You know, how are we conducting ourselves and what, uh, what impact are we having on the landscape just in our, our, in our daily functions? And so uh, I think that's really what led to us is really taking a hard look uh, at utilization, standardization and leveraging that business cycle out there. And um, and so in utilization, it's, you know, let's not build anything if we don't need it. And so as we looked at, you know, circling back around at some of our preserves that were developed, you know, quite a, quite a while ago and say, okay, has the use changed on this? And is this really what we need in this place now that, you know, there's other preserves that people can go to? And so we literally, before we do anything in terms of a, a makeover on, a, you know, the public access, 
we, we literally, we don't put uh, vehicle counters out. We actually count the vehicle three times a day because you get a more accurate look at, you know, what is that actual use out there? And so um, we don't want to build infrastructure parking lots if it's not utilized. And uh, so we don't want to put that initial investment in there. We don't want to impact that landscape. We don't want to have to, you know, spend energy uh, to, you know, ma maintain it and at some time replace it again, uh, again in the future. And also it's, it's around our, our buildings and um, that we looked at our square footage and what do we really need in order to deliver services? And um, when you buy land, it's you know pretty common that you get some buildings along with that. And so we try to uh, remove those, you know, those structures as quick as possible and restore those sites. But it's about the new buildings that we're putting up and any major investment that we make. And that's where we got to our, our net zero. Uh, buildings. And we have four of those now that have uh, either been completed under construction or they're funded and we're ready to go into the, you know, the engineering, uh, uh, pre-engineering phase of that. And so we just completed uh, the Ryerson Education Building. Uh, we raised about two thirds of the money for that. So we didn't, you know, we didn't use district dollars for a good portion of that. We raised the dollars for that. And um, and so we have a new grounds maintenance building that's under construction right now that'll be net zero. Uh, we just uh, made the final addition to one of our welcome centers at our welcome center at Ryerson, and um, the the building was designed um, for a photovoltaic system, uh, but we didn't have the funding to get it on there. So thanks to a grant and a very generous donor, we were able to complete that. That takes that to net zero. And now in 2024, we're going to be building um, a golf cart storage building for a countryside golf course that's going to be net, not only be net zero, but it'll be capable of charging all the electric golf carts as well. So yeah, we're pretty excited about that and that we've, we've drawn the line in the sand and say anything going forward, this is how we're going to do it. Now, do you feel a particular responsibility to kind of be a leader in, in those kind of initiatives because you're part of a preserve? Do you feel like you kind of set the example that you hope that other people follow? Goes right back to our strategic, our long-range strategic plan. It's right in there. Leadership is one of those, uh, one of those um, uh, strategic directions that we have on the shorter term, the 25-year uh, 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 term. And so, yep, leadership, sustainability is one. Leadership's another one. Is that we want to step forward and set the example, and especially for this, you know, this Ryerson Education Building. It's not just about being a net zero building, but we want to educate the people as they go into it, not just the students that. You know, we'll be taking, you know, environmental education classes here, but it's open to anybody. And we want you to go in there and be touched by it in some way and say, oh, okay, uh, this is how this works. And so there's a display area, there's a metric set up right there so you can watch and see how it functions and everything. So, yeah, definitely, we, we want to be leaders in this area, and we're doing our best to provide that leadership. Now, one of the things I remember about the in the nomination form for the uh, award uh, is uh, a discussion of retrofitting. And I was wondering uh, how crucial of that, how crucial of a component is that to sustainability? Is there some sort of difficulty in, in trying to mesh newer technologies with like older facilities or older infrastructure? How, how does, is that a challenge for you guys or is that just something that you're used to by now? It is a challenge. And so uh, starting, you know, taking a net zero building from, you know, you know, scratch, you know, designing and building is much easier. Um, we do, you know, one of the next ones that we're going to actually, Two of the big ones that we're going to be tackling in the future is we have an operations building, which in itself is a very efficient building. And so it won't take much to make that net zero. So that's basically putting solar panels on it and, and zeroing that out. 
<clears throat> excuse me, um, that's just a matter of waiting for the right life cycle on the roof because it's going to go on the roof and we don't want to put it on because we're very close to that life cycle on the roof. So we're going to replace that roof and, and do the, you know, do that retrofit. In terms of our general offices, um, you know, the vision there is, is that we're going to get rid of our general offices and in our museum and we're going to move to a different location and that we will design from scratch as a net zero building. So that'll pretty much take care of our two largest uh, facilities. Yeah, you're, we have some other smaller um, you know, structures out there, um, a little more difficult, but I think we can get there. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do what it takes. You know, these are ground maintenance buildings. There's not a lot of square footage there and, and we can work on those and, you know, pick those off as, you know, the funds are available. Or as you know, we're getting to, a, you know, some major, you know, maintenance work on them and we'll take advantage of that. Now, uh, another thing <laughs> about the uh, nomination form uh, was that uh, you have some unique uses of recycling. I, I think railroad ties were mentioned, uh, industrial boilers were mentioned. Uh, can you maybe just give me a little bit more insight on some of those unique uh, recycling things that you're doing over there? You know, I think my my favorite one to talk about is just like, you know, when we buy land, we, you know, we end up with we end up with buildings on on those and uh we're we really look at how we can recycle as much as possible when we get those those structures out there um uh anywhere from you know you know scrap metal to to wood to whatever it is um and if you can imagine as a forest preserve, you know, we have, uh, you know, a lot of trees that we need to chip in, you know, we reuse all those chips on our wood chip paths. And so just about everything we do, we look for some way to to incorporate that. I like to think of one of my, uh, you know, um, a, a place I was prior to being with the forest preserve, it was in the, it was in the West Indies. And um, we operated as a, a very small country within a country under the Act of Parliament in uh, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And the same thing there, uh, easier to do there because you have control, but um, we there was a point where we said we are going to be 100% make sure that whatever we bring into the country or onto the island uh, it can either be reused or recycled um, in, in some way. And we did it. Um, so you can do it if you want to. Um, you just got to be really careful about how you approach and what you're actually buying and, and what you're getting into. Mm. Now, uh, what would you say uh, makes your agency stand out when it comes to your your green energy initiatives? Is there anything that you feel is unique to your agency? You know, I, I you know I do is that you know I think it goes back to the leadership piece. Nobody nobody said that you have to do this. There's no you know there's no you know resolution that you're going to hit this certain metric. We're just doing it. Uh, we're doing it because it's the right thing to do, and we want people to follow us and look at there are other, other ways to to do infrastructure, and so I think that's what makes us unique is that um, there's no there's no direction from our board that you're going to hit us you know a certain goal on this. We're just doing it every place that we can. We incorporate it in every way, and um, and I think that's being recognized out there. Um, and when you look at the number of visitors that we have. And the number of kids that will be coming like through our new uh, education center and the way that's designed and so that you don't get just to go in there and just use it. You're going to be educated that this is a net zero building and this is and this is how we got there. Um, um, so you're coming away with, uh, you know, uh, more information about how you do this than when you went into the building. And that's certainly going to be when we do our general offices is that we're going to design it around that you will. When you visit the, you know, our, our our headquarters, you will come out educated in some way and something that you can take back and, and incorporate in your, your daily life or your business or whatever you're involved in. 
Now, uh, mentioning that leadership component, uh, what would you say to an agency that that might be doing some things, but they're really trying to get more serious about sustainability? What would you recommend to them in order to kind of get a start on that? Well, you know, um, not every, you know, this is sort of a resource thing. And, but, you know, something we've done to take it to the next level, even beyond where we're at right now, um, all the organizations right now, um, you know, like ours, um, are going through the the decennial, you know, committee process where you look at your efficiencies within your, and we have to report out. We've taken that to the next level and that what we want to do is we want to benchmark where we're at right now. So a bit contradictive to what I, what I told you earlier, but we do think that there's some power in saying, okay, here's where we're at right now. Let's find out where we can do better. And then, and then set those goals for us in in the future, but making them obtainable. Um, there's nothing more discouraging than you know setting a you know an aspirational goal out there, but you know there's no way you're gonna hit it. And so make it so that you can actually hit it. And um, and I do think it's about drawing the line in the sand and um, you know picking picking the one project that you can be successful on. And that's what we did with our education building. <clears throat> you know I think that's our certainly going to be our our flagship example out there is that and just stick with it and make it make it happen all right well ty i have one more question for you uh sure. i just i just want to know uh personally to you what does uh being green mean uh just in your life you know being green is having the you know uh, it, it doing the right thing and um and taking the steps that you can as an individual to make sure that what the experiences that we're having with open space and the outdoors and the quality of life is still here, not for our kids, not for our grandchildren, but for our great grandchildren. And that's what it's about to, to me personally, is that uh, I want to be part of that. I want to be part of that change and that what have we learned and and how do we ensure that this is all here for future generations? So that's what it means for me. And that and that's the reason, you know, with my kids, I say, you know, let's let's only get stuff that's, you know, in reusable containers and explain to them. Let's compost everything that, that, that we do. And so you just set that example, whether it be at home or in your business. And, um, and I think everybody's looking for leadership on this. And, you know, what better way to provide leadership than from, a, you know, um, a, a public organization uh, uh, like, like like the Forest Preserve District? Um People like like to use us there. We get a lot of visitors out there. We can touch a lot of people with, you know, positive steps that you can take to to make it better for the future. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much, Ty, for taking time out of your day to speak with me. I want to congratulate you on the award for best green practices at our best of the best awards gala. And uh, I look forward to uh, hearing more about some of the the, uh, the unique and uh inspiring ways you guys continue to to be green and 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 convince other people that you know it is not a choice that we have to make but we we really have to start stepping our game up in terms of of taking care of the planet that we have thank you we, we are proudly uh displaying our plaque down in our lobby so if you ever visit <laughs> if you ever visit us here you're, you're gonna see it <laughs> all right excellent well thank you so much ty i appreciate your time okay thanks wayne have a great thank, rest of the day thank you